This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. Well, I hope you're not missing us too much. It's been, ooh, what, two, three weeks now since we've uh, done a podcast. Seems like a lot longer, I've got to say. Yeah, it was like only when the uh, the first Saturday came around with no football, I went, oh. Um How are we doing anyway? Everybody okay? <laughs> all good. All good. I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm not missing it. I'm not. Are you not? Not as yet. No, no, no. Not as yet. I've, I've watched England um, be shit over the last uh, couple of days. So that's... That's reinstalled my um, my hatred for football at the moment. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm quite cool. I'm quite cool at the moment. Give it a week or two, I'll be there. Yeah, you missing it, Peter, or are you taking a well-earned break from it all? Oh, a little bit of both. But I mean, it's like kind of you know, it's like everybody said on uh, on Twitter. Well, God Almighty, guys, you wanted it over and done with. Now it's over and done with. It's like I wanted the season over and done with. I didn't want football over and done with, and especially not club <laughs> football because yeah. we all know the anemic thing called international football doesn't stand for anything unless it's a major tournament. No, quite. I, I didn't even know they were playing last night actually till um till i think it finished and i saw that we drawn one <laughs> the result yeah absolutely absolutely so to sort of kill the time uh what we thought we would do is um yes kill it's, the time yeah to, while we're waiting for the season to start yeah yeah one of the ideas we had 
uh, was to put a survey out to you guys, the listeners, just to see how we're performing, to see what you like, what you don't like, um, if you would uh, improve anything, if you change anything. And uh, we had quite a lot of responses. I think we probably had four times more responses than we did last time. We got a, a range of answers um, and we got a, a range of suggestions and things. Um, where shall we kick off? Who have we upset? Do you want to start with who we've upset? <laughs> Let's start no, no. on the negative. Do you want to start on the negative? Make, make it a shorter one. Who haven't we yeah. upset? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, I don't think we've uh, upset many people. There was um, a, a few suggestions on um, uh, who people would like us to get on as a guest. A lot of those we've had on as a guest. So I guess they uh, are either new to the podcast or haven't gone through the, the back catalogue. Someone wanted, um, well, a lot of people wanted us to talk Talk to Elton John. Join the club. That's as uh, we do. Yeah, yeah that, yes. that is the the the, the wish list there. Uh, someone I haven't got it to hand at the moment, but I think someone said Hyder uh, Helgerson's missus. So someone does listen. <laughs> to Good the answer. Um, I saw somebody said Program Dave. Yes, now that is a shout. That is a shout. I do know Program we, Dave. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we could go, we could do that live from Tesco's in Rickmansworth. We could do that. Yeah. Sorry, just just while you. Not pushing the trolleys, Dave. Can you just come over here? And then, like, there's names like sort of Nigel Gibbs. Well, we've spoken to Nigel Gibbs. You know, we've we, done that. We, we've spoken Been there, to Nigel got the T-shirt. Um, someone for a laugh has put Roy Hodgson. Cheers, uh, Lloyd Doyley. <laughs> Lloyd Doyley was a suggestion. I have approached Lloyd Doyley, and he seems reluctant. Um, I, I don't think he likes doing them. To be honest with you, he sort of even said to me in person uh, when I asked him, he said, "I don't really like doing that sort of thing." Uh, Tommy Mooney is a suggestion. I have spoken to Tommy Mooney face to face now, um, and. That wheel is in motion, whether it remains to be seen because he had to run it through the club. Tony Coton is a suggestion. That was our first ever one. <laughs> Tommy Smith is a suggestion. That was our sort of 14th one. Um, someone said Graham Taylor. So if you're up for getting a Ouija board out, we might be able to do that. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, yeah, that would be amazing. I suspect this answer came from Neil Silverstein uh, because it says Neil Silverstein with a regular betting update. Uh, we almost got that already on Spaces. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think a few people actually said Uncle Ron. So, um, yeah, we could maybe open it up to Uncle Ron interview one day just to get to the bottom of all of that. Uh, so, so who are you exactly? Yeah, so on the whole, um, I'm sure we will come back to... Uh, negative things that people have said but I, yeah, I think on the whole it was all fairly positive to be honest and quite jokey which is what we want absolutely good the one i love is when you say who who should we have it's a bit like the five word reviews of the match which you know some people use like 25 words other people use five words but do about 15 different reviews one person's response was uncle ron perry digweed Mo Johnson, Rennie Gilmartin, Forrest Yeri, if his English is up to it, Sean Murray, Trevor Putney, Gary Penrice, Craig, uh, Craig Ramage, Jimmy Gilligan, Mike Walker, Steve Harrison, Nigel Pearson. And then in the next question was, get Uncle Ron's mother-in-law on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there is some bases being covered there. Yeah, that's a, that's a spread bet, isn't it? That, that nice. is a spread bet, yeah. yeah. Word, there's a bunch. I wouldn't mind getting all them in one room. Fantastic. I've spoken to Sean uh, Murray, actually. So that, that wheel is also in motion. Oh, is it? Fingers crossed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fingers crossed. Is he still playing out in uh, Dundalk in Northern Ireland? No, he's gone now. I don't know where he is actually at the moment, to be honest with you. I know his contract finished there, but I don't know where he's playing. I did see today that um, Thomas Priskin has renewed his contract and he's going to be playing until 2024 or something. Um, wow. So he's still going. Yeah. He's Fair still play, going. Yeah, yeah. Peter, have you, what, what, what are you going to uh, take away from this uh, survey in particular? Is there anything brilliant or otherwise that you think we should be um, taking away from this? I mean, there, there was there was lots of different kind of questions about what people liked and what they didn't like. There was a couple that, 
you know, kind of uh, being almost momentarily serious for a second, um, was really nice. It was like, which one? Yeah, I know, I know. Don't worry, it won't last. (laughs) Don't don't blink, you may miss this. In terms of whether or not people preferred, you know, the main podcast of, you know, you guys and occasionally me, or the Twitter Spaces podcast, or indeed the special guest interviews, and which ones were most popular. And the feedback that came back was kind of interesting, because it was people who had absolutely no preference at all was 50%. And then you had 18% people like the main podcast, 18% 18% of people like the Twitter spaces and 14% of people like the special guests. So it's a real even mix. Lots of people liking pretty much seemingly everything, you know, kind of other people just kind of having maybe a, a particular preference for, for one or the other. Either way, it just means we kind of, you know, we want to try and keep all of that going. The next question that kind of falls in line with that in terms of saying, well, that looks like it was a positive thing, was would people recommend the podcast, which is a classical um, style of, of kind of marketing question in a way, you know, would you would you like it 88 percent of you guys said yes and so thank you so much i mean that's thank you. that is ridiculous um 10 of people said maybe um and then when you went in and looked a, n- a number of them were, 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 were the individuals we'll come to the swearing in a bit were the people who weren't necessarily so keen on the swearing so you might not recommend it bearing in mind you know carl may use one of his spectacular levels of profanity you might not want your your family member to hear that who knows um and two percent of people said no and that's you know not being daft it, anybody would take those sort of uh, those sort of figures so you know a spectacular thank you not only because it's you know saying you know we like what you do but actually this you know the, the whole podcast this year hasn't become about what we do it's become about what the listeners do and how much the the listening community get involved and that's just been spectacular so that that was that's all that's all hugely positive um just, i feel um, uncomfortable now can we get back to taking the piss out of program Dave? well yeah i mean uh, <laughs> just, just to talk about the swearing uh, the question was recently we stopped bleeping out swearing Um, What would you prefer? Um, So 50% of people want the swearing left in. They They actually chose swearing left in. Um, well done. Yeah, forty-three uh, percent of people said they don't mind either, and only seven percent of people said swearing bleeped take it out. So swearing stays oh, in, I'm afraid. You bollocks. fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I've had a lot of feedback from people saying that they actually like it. They actually really like it. So fair enough. If you like swearing, we can. We yeah, can... I think it's so you. You know, if every fourth word is a swear word, then I guess yeah, you know, even I would be a bit. Yeah. And I, I do like a curse. But um, yeah, even, <laughs> even even I would be like, oh come on, guys, Jesus I'm, I'm Christ! There's plenty, there's plenty gonna, of words in the dictionary. Use some other ones. I I'm going to file that statement under under the under the markings of no shit, Sherlock. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's well, it's I mean, punctuation, in, isn't it? It's... In, in fairness, the, the swearing sort of, I suppose, came from a little bit of the the Twitter Spaces, which is yeah. you know the whole idea of bringing that in is it's live, it's straight after the matches, and we know what the matches have been like so yeah. you know uh yes profanity role but i agree with you i mean you know if, if somebody uses a swear word like it's a comma no use at all if somebody uses it as an exclamation mark yeah brilliant brilliant, all yeah, for brilliant. That, absolutely uh, yeah. and, and makes the point and of course there have been some spectacular moments of swearing and yeah. use of profanity yeah which i've been uh, very much enjoyment of absolutely yeah yeah so well there you go so we'll, we will leave that in because that's the feedback that we've uh, we've been given it's also quite interesting as well that um, on the question about how you receive your news about watford fc printed media now is only sort of 20 percent of people that uh, responded bearing in mind with this you could tick as many as you like so it wasn't this isn't going to be like 
like out of 100, these percentages, but uh, uh, official club stuff, 37%. Social media, 99%. Really? It shows you, doesn't it? It does show you. I think, I think that's also down to the fact that most of the shite that comes out of the club is utterly, utter dross. So we maybe, may, yeah, We maybe may have think. mentioned this before, yeah. Although, to be fair, the other day, who was it who was, they were talking about? Um, oh, it was Gomez, I think, about Gomez's saves, I think it was. Saves, yeah. And so the question was, which are, which of the uh, Gomez's saves are your favourites? And someone would say, oh, you know, the, the, the double penalty save against West Brom or whatever. And they'd go, what, this one? And then they'd put a clip of it in. Ah, so people are actually responding to... Well uh, done. Yeah, this is something we've been calling for for quite some time. That, that's, that's all interesting about how people receive their um, media or, or their information on, on, on Watford. Because gone are the days we had to go and get the Watford Observer on a Friday, queue up for it, when it was a broadsheet. I mean, that wasn't that long ago either, was it? It was a broadsheet. Do you remember that, yeah. Pete? Yeah, that was what? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I used to, I, I probably said it before, but I, I worked in an insurance office on Clarendon Road, and they, they all presumed that basically I was having some kind of affair on, on a Thursday night, because I always wound up on a Friday morning in about, like, I don't know, quarter to ten or as late as I could get in. Because I'd, I'd go to the news agents, and I would read you know the the four or five pages cover to cover that ollie phillips would do you'd have the terry chalice cartoons and it was your con at the time it was your absolute connection to the club prior, prior to internet you know um the only the only kind of ways you would get anything immediately were, were waiting till a friday or going on to teletext on the tv which mm. would scroll through it would take forever to get some information then you'd suddenly see something on one page and it'd be up there for about 20 seconds Seconds, then it disappear and you'd have to watch it scroll round yep. again from about like 300 pages and you know you're on 299 and it, you know you'd have to yeah. oh god i would have to wait to find out what was going on that was the way we did that was the way it was done in the kind of late 80s and, and kind of mid 90s before the uh, before the internet came in and made an impact well there was I mean, there was the hornet hotline as well i think which was a premium rate number <laughs> where you could spend you know the best part of 4 quid to find out some rumors about signings and stuff none of which ever happened i'm sure they just made that up to make money <laughs> some bloke going it was. Yeah, but, uh, I, yeah. I rang it once. I'm like, this is absolutely genuine. I think it must have been the 97, 98 <laughs> season. And there was something on Teletext, I think, about some exciting signings. Um, so I rang the Hornet hotline and they said that Lota Mateus was going to sign for Watford. And of course, he never did. <laughs> This is no genuine. Manager this is going, genuine. Oh, like, do. This was absolutely genuine. Do. I said, because at the time I said, it sounds like my dad said, who was it? I said, it sounds like Walter Mateus. He went, oh, Lothar Mateus. I went, yeah, who's that? He went, oh, he's a German player. He's really, I was like, okay. We wish. Yeah. Well, that never happened. His quality he was. Yeah. Wow. Apparently and, for and, two and seconds. And since then you've had an unhealthy relationship with premium rate hotline. So absolutely. What yeah, I never got caught like that again. <laughs> oh, wait, no one. Um, so uh, the interesting thing as well about our listeners is that, um, um, how long they've been Watford fans for? Uh, Ninety? Is that eighty-nine? Sorry, I haven't got my glasses on. Sorry. Yeah, no. 80, you, have, you have got. Yeah, yeah. No. So, but look, look how small. <laughs> look how small this writing is on here. Look, I need to get the bottom bit of my very focals in here. Start again because that ain't going in. I'm editing this one. Uh, <laughs> that's not going in. It's me very focals. It's me very. Oh, well, they're, they're laughing, so I'll leave it in. Um, <laughs> So I start that again then. So uh, 89.4% of um, our <laughs> respondents have been a Watford fan for over 15 years. So, nice. Yeah, we're definitely hitting that sort of 30 to plus demographic, I reckon. So, yeah, that's... Um, 
some of our references might be a little bit above some people's heads if we're going back too far. But uh, most most of your your references between you and Peter are over my head, if I'm honest. So you know, I'm, I'm with the people. It might be a name. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. Um, says, says, says the grandfather of the group. <laughs> <laughs> it, just worry. Keep, it just keeps giving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, the, on on the on the basis. Talking about the print media and talking about what comes out of the club, and we've 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 done to death the the comms and the the nightmare of it, and it must be a nightmare job in a way because everything is always so corporate and so sort of bland and so kind of homely as to not offend anyone. We've already we've already worked out we've already offended seven percent of our audience <laughs> by swearing a lot. Um, but they're not going to do that. But there are you know, and I think it's fair to say you know, friends of the pod. Um, you know, YBR and uh, also Golden Pages, who who are really producing some fantastic content. And if they're, you know, for next season, if there's any opportunity to support those guys in terms of written content, please, please give it a, you know, please give it a look or a subscription or what have you, because uh, it, it's some, some properly good stuff. Plus, obviously, nonsense that we provide occasionally. But ignore that. All the rest of it's really good. Absolutely. And they're swearing as well in YBR, I've noticed. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. So that's, co- main, that's mainly Colin. Yes, it is mainly Colin. To be Man. Fair. Yeah, it is mainly Colin. <clears throat> Something that was quite interesting is sort of to help funding the running of the podcast as well as to raise money for some local charities. We we are considering doing some merchandise um, and we were kind of trying to get a feel for what people would be happy to buy. Mugs seem to be quite a popular idea. So, um, yeah, do not scratch your eyes mugs. Might be an idea. Although I know Peter's already come up with a few little designs that I think are fantastic and uh, hopefully we can get those out at some point. So, and also uh, apparel. So um, I don't know if that means. See, apparel is quite gen- uh, general, isn't it? So I don't know if that means underpants or. Um, I think it means t-shirts. Does it? I don't. Okay. I, I don't think we want to go down the uh, the the Carl's underpants route. He's uh, he's stripped down to those on some occasions, and well, many people are still recovering from the mental scars. Of we those. could stand outside the Graham Taylor statue and go, "Come and get your do not scratch your eyes pants here, all sizes." You know, we could stand next to Tom. Um, yeah, yeah, Tom will love that. Yeah, Tom, Tom could actually model them for us. If you're listening, Tom, you've got the job. So, yeah, there's some some things maybe we might do later on to maybe sort of get some money in for local charities and stuff. It's, it's a sort of an iron in the fire idea at the moment, isn't it, really? Rather than a... Mm. Yeah. It, it it would be really nice and, and it'd be nice to kind of support some things and some people who are, you know, forever doing good good stuff. Obviously people will be looking and thinking about obviously what's what's going on in and around the Ukraine, but it would also be nice to do some stuff around local and national charities as well that that, that do an awful lot in the community. So that would be great. On that note, also um uh, you know, obviously Mr. Luther Blissett, no, sorry, Dr. Luther Blissett, OBE. What do we think about that? Yes, that is uh, fantastic news. And uh, I, I woke up to the news in... I was staying in Eastbourne overnight, actually, and uh, I, I grabbed my phone and went, oh, blimey, Luther's been made an OBE. And then the next thing you know, I was, you know, flooded, absolutely flooded on Twitter and Facebook and, and everywhere with the news. It's absolutely fantastic. Really good. I actually saw Peter Taylor on Saturday, and we sort of said, good news for Luther, and we both agreed. So, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Well, interestingly, we when we had him on the podcast, we actually asked that question. Did we Could, say? Did we say? We did. did. We did. We? It was it was in the podcast. Hmm, I might actually insert that clip here if I can find it. Uh, there's a couple of more questions, but this one um, comes from the Schrodels, and it's uh, uh, can Peter get Lufa or push Lufa for an MBE for services to the community as well as being a pioneer pioneering footballer? 
think we've yeah. already covered like well MBE much... though is, I mean, that, you, you, is that something you, you could spend... do could you actually yeah. push Luther yeah. could forward you, for could you do like that? that all I can say is I can't think of anyone more deserving of an MBE or OBE obviously it's not my decision let's just say that I would support it very much okay very much. Uh, that. <laughs> and let's watch this space hopefully I mean as I say I mean I've um, obviously given him the freedom of the borough from Watford Council's uh, perspective but I do think services to football and to the community his his contribution has been immense. I mean, occasionally people say to me, you should put a, build a statue or name a road after him, but my understanding is that only happens when people have passed away. So oh, let's uh, hope. we don't no, want no, that no. to happen. No, we don't want that to happen. Yeah. No, no. No, no, no. Oh, that's our job done. to show how fucking ineffective we are. <laughs> <laughs> Gets done eventually. Yeah, but yeah. the Queen only had four opportunities between then and now, didn't she? It was New Year's honours or something or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no. congratulations, Lufa. Well done, mate. Well deserved. But, yeah, it's 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 fabulous news. And it's, it's yes, absolutely, we know him as a, as a Watford legend. And we've said about, you know getting him involved with the club and obviously there was there was all sorts of suggestions about well why not name the remaining stand after him but he, he's come out on uh, on twitter and said no that's not something he wants or what have you or I, I and i don't know if that's him being you know kind of if somebody says would you like a stand named after you you would probably quite hard for you to go yes please i'll have one of those thank you very much i think you have um, to show modesty don't you a little bit maybe yeah I'd, I'd still love to see it because it could I'd be you know the Luther Blissett Rookery or the Dr. Luther Blissett OBE. Yes. Yeah, well, yes, it's going to be quite the a long Luther title. The Luther Community Stand. Or, Com- you know, I'm sure whatever. we could get more words on that. Yeah. <laughs> if we, if we that, really, it's really going really to really mess the chart up, though, isn't it? W-A-T-F-O-R-D with a Watford Luther Blissett Stand Rookery or something. It's going <laughs> to have to really work that way. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, we'll get there. Yeah, it, 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 it should happen. I, I think it should. Well, you're in the um, rookery next year. Not to you? dwell on it. Also, I'd also like to mention we have lost a legend since I think we last spoke. Um, Cliff Facilio owned the sports shop in uh, Croxley Green. I actually went to school with his son Daniel years ago. Uh, so Cliff I hadn't seen for a long time, but he came along to the England matches that we were hosting mm. at the Red Lion during the Euros last year. Just a really sweet guy, very funny. Um, mm. You could hear him from miles away. I used to be able to hear him on the other side of the stadium sometimes. You go, I think Cliff's over in the uh, over the other side of the stadium because he was just <laughs> so loud. Um, but yeah, he sadly passed away. Um, but there was a fantastic Instagram account. So Linda, who owns the coffee shop next door, I, I believe, Kitchen, yeah, Croxley Kitchen, the Croxley yeah. Kitchen, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah, she's um, going in there and finding stuff and putting it on Instagram. And she found a pair of shoes that no one was quite sure which sport they were for. It looked like golf shoes perhaps but it looked like they'd been in the shop since the 50s um there's there's stock in there that you go what is this i mean it's it's all sports apparel but you go i don't even think that sport is a sport anymore so the account is called cliff sports uh 192 watford road wd3 3db remembering cliff the owner of coxley sports who we sadly lost on the 24th of may 2022 uh wendover horn cricket bats on that uh yeah, I, I can't guarantee there'll be any good, though, after 40 years of storage. They might be a bit dry. So, yeah, no, uh, absolutely, we should remember Cliff. Uh, rest in peace, Cliff. You were an absolute legend. Bless mate, him. So. Bless him. Yeah. yeah. 
to, to, to take matters to a slightly more cheery note then, um, there was a, a question that I put on there. Uh, do you have any suggestions on how to improve the podcast? Um, <laughs> there, there, there were yeah. various suggestions. I will read out some of the good ones as well, because I don't think you've heard these, Carl. So uh, someone said, don't change it too much. Love the feel of the podcast, which is nice. Maybe utilise YouTube for things like the quiz. Would be good to put faces to fellow Hornets names. Definitely up for doing that. Yep. Definitely yep, can do that. I think that's a really good idea. Uh, someone said, just do more of them. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I've just named that person unofficial editor. Um, <laughs> someone's put, uh, we should do live stuff in the bunker. Something that we have thought about. Yeah, um, yeah. we'd love to get that off the ground. Just keep being you. Stop Carl butting in uh, was one Thank suggestion. You. I won't. <laughs> he, he just did it there. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Night before the big game, mini podcast for anticipation purposes. That's a fair enough idea. I think you might have too much of us if we start doing pre-game uh, mini-podcasts and Twitter spaces. Da, 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 da. Mm. I think you might be going, guys, shut up. We're hearing too much of you. Yeah. I'd also like to say that there's a, I think there's enough of that for Watford supporters out there already, sort of the pre-game stuff. My personal opinion. No, I think, I think you're we, right. We, we jump on some of it sometimes, don't we? So, we do. So you've always got Pidgey stuff. Pidgey's always yeah. doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, Pidgey stuff's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Charlie's, TMA. TMA. Absolutely. Charlie's, yeah. Charlie's a zero. Those guys are doing that sort of thing. That's a tenner you owe us, Pidgey. Yep. And you, Charlie. <laughs> Someone's put, I'm not really an ideas man. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for... Uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers for wasting Thank yours. You. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, cheers. Longer episodes. Uh, someone's obviously got a long commute. Um, and they run out sort of when they get to Baker Street or something. Um, there's a few few about Uncle Ron, some of which aren't very kind, so I won't. They want that. longer episodes, so I've got to just jump on that. Uh, there's an Alan Smart podcast currently out. Um, yeah. yeah, well, there's two. <laughs> Crack on with that one. There's two. There's actually a third part which we're waiting for clearance before we can put it out because it's uh, quite explosive. Someone's put here Q and A with a player. Um, you're new, aren't you, that person? Because um, we might have done that many times. Well, we've done that a couple of times. Yeah. I think some of these may be tongue in cheek. Yeah, I did possibly. Like the, would be dead against no swearing. It would make you just like the other Watford podcasts. It's nice to know that our our unique selling point, our, our unique yeah. foul mouth, is a swear word. Yeah. Swearing, it's yeah. <laughs> good to know. It's good to know. Great, like it. Yeah. Again, less Rupert. No, not less Rupert. We like Rupert. Um, I like. He brings. He brings. He adds a lot to it. I think of those Twitter spaces. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, you, you, listen, of a Twitter space... Pantomime villain. Absolutely. Of a, of a podcast uh, that might be 40 minutes long, he might have three minutes. You know, if you don't like that, just yeah. skip through it 10 times. Yeah, on the, on... fast forward. Yeah, cool. and we and we do know that most people are listening on Spotify, um, by the way. Uh, that seems to be the most popular uh, platform to listen to us on is, is Spotify. And then Ooh. I think after that, it's uh, Apple Podcasts and some of the others. So, yeah, uh, thank you, Spotify, for, uh, for, well, for uh, being there. I think I think the thing about the the, the, the Twitter spaces is the fact that, that there was a little bit. It was about I think about ten days after the big kind of blow up about the supporters committee, and there was a load of people started coming after uh, after or coming coming at us and saying first, first of all saying oh well you're just going to say what the club want to hear and you're not going to be you and you're not going to be independent anymore. Um, we probably swore at that response. It's the kind of thing we do. Um, and but then people started saying well why are you letting Ron on? Um, I kind of went on this this long, rambly old kind of response of a Twitter thread saying, look, we, we're not going to ban anybody from coming on and talking because nope. fundamentally what, what it's got to be, if, if, if the, the Twitter spaces is going to be worth anything, it's got to be everybody's opinion. And, you know, come along, put it up there and discuss it. 
you know, otherwise it just becomes, I think I used the word, it becomes an echo chamber. Otherwise, everybody who thinks like-mindedly comes along yeah. and then we all go, oh, yeah, we agree. And then we all go off and no one's no one's discussed it, no one's learned it. And what, what's happened, I think, with with with, with Ron is, one, he's he, he's become a little bit of a cult hero, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people have turned around and gone, no, I think he's, I think he's had a point, especially as the the season has basically gone into a, you know, perpetual nosedive last year. No, I kind of agree with him, and I and but you've still got the other people who don't, and it it should be, I hope, a real melting pot where people can come and say what they want to say without fear of being told, no, you're an idiot bugger off mm-hmm. it's got to be is that what you think is that are those your thoughts why is that that's great thank you let's go on to the next person do you agree with yeah. that don't you but you don't have to kind of you know call anyone out especially if obviously they're chris stark and they're calling in uh which ron did, <laughs> did, did call out in, in the inimitable way that uncle ron does yeah by, by saying why are you such an apologist for everyone oh mate look if, but that's if, brilliant though isn't it that's that's exactly what it's all about <clears throat> when we when we first started this it was all about its opinions that's all it is haven't got to agree with them you know yeah. i haven't got to agree with justin's or yours and vice versa and that's that was the whole point so the twitter space if anything it is amalgamates everything that we want to do it, it's brilliant yeah i agree I well i mean some some of the comments have been you know, truly humbling about that sort of thing in terms of saying look you know we all know what kind of a um what kind of a season it's been it's not mm. been the most triumphant let's put it that way but there was there was a moment when we we you know, after the Crystal Palace game, which confirmed our relegation and Roy Hodgson wasn't waving to anybody because they were far, far, far too far away, apparently. And we, we came on, on the podcast and people were coming on and talking and, and and making some points. And some people were saying, look, it's been a shit show and other people. But we ended up laughing because you got bitten by a horse or or what have you. And we were, you know, I think Ellie came on and fired everybody via, via HR. And we were sort of laughing about it. And Justin, you called it out and said, we've just been relegated. Yeah. Why aren't we? Why aren't we all like kicking everywhere and going, you know, kicking bins metaphorically? And if if anything, the really humbling thing about this season has been a lot of people have called out that going on the spaces and having a communication with other fellow fans has made that bit an extension of what you guys did starting this during the pandemic. You couldn't go and watch the team, so it was, let's recreate a. a post-match conversation in the pub talk about it and we've just basically made it a much bigger pub and the people who've come on either regularly or you know sporadically or just individual you know one-off people who've come on those people by the way we always try to give them more time because you know the, the regular people know they come on have a little slot and then kind of go off they know how to how to play that they have absolutely made it they've absolutely made it um uh, and made something that should be on the thread of it you know yeah kind of you know really really piss you off of course it does still but we found the humor in it the humor yeah. has been absolutely immense so yeah. just that's that's just wonderful and that that's from everybody who's come on it so thank you so much yes it's it's kind of a satirical take isn't it uh, or a bit of a release at the end of a bad day or whatever it's not it's not there to be heavy or to be it's just a bit of relief i think for people and i, I think from what i see on social media as well a lot of people that have never met before are now kind of connected a little bit which is quite yeah, nice yeah. i think that's yeah. really nice as well you see people yeah, pe- talking people have reached out to me on on my personal one and i don't i don't know what you you know if you guys have had the same but yeah no it's nice it is nice. people it's good it is. There was a very interesting question that I put out, which was, uh, which other Watford fan podcast do you listen to? Uh, someone <laughs> put, this This is the best answer of the lot, of, of the whole um, survey. Um, I think this is the best answer 
of them all. Which other Watford fan podcasts do you listen to? Don't do podcasts. <laughs> right, okay. That uh, is the same person. That's brilliant. Put that done the last one. Uh, what, I'm not, uh, what was the, the last answer? Oh, I'm not an I'm ideas not, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's the same it's person. It's got to be the same person, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I actually am ticking the box there. Well done. You're yeah. our kind of person. Well yeah. Done. So these, are, these, these are the kind of people that ring up, you know, ITV yeah. premium rate hotlines and go, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Piano, piano lessons for all free. I don't want I don't piano, want piano lessons. lessons. Yeah. Um, but a lot of love uh, for, from the Rookery End and uh, Voices of the Vic and WD18 and uh, TMA and the Boot Room, Peter, um, is mentioned as well. Um, so, yeah. Did you do that, I'm Peter? Gl- I'm glad did I feel you, the Did you do that now. one? Yeah, that's Peter's response, that yeah, one. You know yeah. it's me, I spelt boot room wrong. <laughs> Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. It's all good. As I say, I think on the whole, I, every time a, a thing came through and I read it through, I thought, well, you know, this is nice, this is nice. There wasn't really anything that I thought, hmm. A lot, lot of people follow us on um, Twitter. Uh, most people that responded follow us on Twitter. Instagram, we haven't got quite as many people following us on. So please, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we do have an Instagram account and a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. Um, so the YouTube channel has got is, was probably the least responsive or responded to. So... Um, we, Carl, which, the, I'm surprised because I, I thought, well, we need to have a look into this. But subscriber-wise, we're actually we're, we're doing quite well. And some, I mean, some of the videos. What I take from that, Carl, is that people that listen to the podcast aren't necessarily the people watching the YouTube channel and YouTube. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I, true. I think it's got a separate audience because um, obviously that was established before the podcast as well. So mm. yeah, I think that um, that the point is that if you mention on the videos that we got a podcast, and now we've mentioned on the podcast we've got a YouTube channel. That that should mean there's a bit of cross fertilisation going on there. Hopefully, I know you know. Obviously, the the videos are put on social media when they're up and all that sort of stuff. But we're going to aim to get that uh, rectified next season. Well, I think we could probably start maybe doing some some live YouTube stuff at some point. I think that might be something yeah, to yeah. do. That might be a, a thing to do. Although once everybody knows what we look like, we might start losing <laughs> listeners. As if listening to us isn't bad enough. Yeah, exactly. They go, um, oh God, is that them? I'm not listening to that again. Uh, so maybe you know some sort of masks might be in order, but. I've reached out to every championship club apart from one. Um, oh, which one would that be? I wonder. Uh, well, we. I think you know. I know. I think I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've reached out to every every championship club that's got a, a a kind of fans podcast for a bit of you know for possibly something new next season. You know to try and g up some some listeners and, and, and get a bit of, like you just said, you know, cross pollination in, in, in some of this and what we do. So, and and I've had an answer back from every single one, oh, that's which, brilliant, is, I think, yeah. which is incredible. So um, I'm looking forward to it now. Well, once we get I the mean, fixture that, list. That might be your kind of the, the sort of preview show, but what you, what, what I think we'd want to do is put that in, not on a Friday because mm. you've already got people doing that. And I think part of what we're trying to do is, is say, well, what isn't happening and what, what might be something that's good to do. So it might be a kind of a midweeker, you know, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, it keeps it keeps you know because pitch does that 
religiously every every Friday um, on uh, TaylorMade Army TV. So if you've got any points to, to go in there, go and have a look at that. Um, I was looking at um, so some of the other answers in terms of where where we might want to improve. So in terms of uh, in terms of the negative, Carl, I know we, we're, we're digging it out. We're finding it. Don't worry. Uh, there was one person who said, if you want a Bassini back and all that he could bring, the, then keep slagging off the owners and tell them to get out of the club. Don't deny it. Who could it. this be? Hold on. Don't deny it. You do. Also, don't slag off Duxbury for 18 months. And then when his mate, Stark, comes on, then go to Jelly and bottle it and keep going, oh, yeah, he's not that bad. I'm not defending them. They've messed up big time. But be careful what you wish for. It's a good podcast most of the time. If I had the bottle, I'd come on. Now, there's a... There's a lot to analyse in There's just a that. Lot There's a analyze. lot there. in there, isn't there? The other thing as well is you go, I think I know who this is, and you go, oh, no, it isn't. And you go, oh, maybe, uh, yeah. no, because no, I thought I knew who that might be, but now I'm not so sure. So um, someone's saying if I had the bottle, I'd come on. Well, it's not who I think it is. Um, yeah, there's a lot to take in there. So if you want Bassini back, no, I don't want Bassini back. I don't ever remember us ever saying we want Bassini back, ever. I've never said that. No. Um, just because you don't want the current um, administration doesn't mean you want the old one back, surely. Um, so, yeah. Um, but listen, it's it's a point. I don't quite know what they're making, but... I think I think part and parcel is going to be... And I don't know, I'm making assumptions here. So if this is wider than Mark, whoever made that comment, apologies. I'm trying to do my best with it here. But when we do the Twitter spaces, the idea is not listen to us three talk crap. You know, you've got this kind of... We, we do enough of that here. But it's actually trying to be as much about what other people are saying. Now, Uncle Ron has gone on about, obviously, you know, Duxbury and Gino and the whole regime and regime change, etc. But that obviously isn't the 18 months. This this podcast has been critical of the, uh, and I'm, I'm saying this as a, as a listener, critical of the regime when it's got things bad, but actually also recognise when it's done things well, which hasn't been an awful lot great stuff in the last 12 months, I grant you. But, you know, throughout promotion and going, you know, going through the season, once they got going, that, you know, if that season, if you remember, the football under Ivic was oh, ball-achingly excruciating. Yeah, dreadful. Um, but when he got going, that, I think that's been praised. To turn around and say that when Chris Stark comes on, we're all, woo, you know, it's Chris Stark. As far as I'm concerned, Chris Stark is a Watford fan. Yeah. And there there are a number of people who think that because Chris Stark is a Radio 1 DJ, he should be some kind of, you know, a, a pulpit addressing, Bible bashing advocate for whatever they think. Whereas actually, he's a Watford football fan. Mm. Not all Watford football fans have to be rabid and needing to needing to shout from the pulpit. I appreciate we're saying this, so you know, take that with a pinch of salt. But <laughs> he, he he came on on a on a on a on a spaces that he was listening to and came on and just said, Yeah, no, I'll I'll, I'll answer any questions. And Ron did call him out and I even said, I'm not gonna ask you to answer that question because I don't think that's I wouldn't want to put any of um, you know the people who contribute. That doesn't matter what they do for a living. Under 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 that, and he went, no, I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'll deal with that call. Uh, I'll take deal with that question, and kind of responded to it. So so fair play to him. He's a Watford fan. I wouldn't call any Watford fan out for their opinion or for their lack of opinion. And as for I'd come on if I had the bottle. Don't worry about that. If you want to come on, come on. If you don't, and you're listening, thank you so much. Yeah, because. The people who listen are absolutely as important as the people who contribute individually, collectively, 
often regular infrequent whatever it's about your opinion i think probably one of the things we'll try to do this season and i'm i'm, I'm saying this as i'm thinking it so justin's going to how the hell are we going to do this is is in the same way as the five word reviews is try and get a way of maybe getting i don't know questions or statements in a little bit longer that we can kind of go through on these things so you can get your comment out if you don't want to kind of talk in front of lots of people and ha have uncle ron accuse you of being a, an apologist <laughs> for somebody or other bless yeah. him uncle ron <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We've dedicated quite a lot of time to Uncle Rod in here. He's, I think we created a monster there, actually. We have created a monster. Yeah. Absolute monster. Absolute yeah. monster. And and I think soon the uh, the fixture list's coming out, isn't it? Is it like at the end of this month? I think it was coming in 22nd or 23rd of June. Right. So that's, I think, that's good, because I think the next podcast there might be a points prediction. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> When has that ever gone badly? Yeah, sixty-one points. Yeah, sixty-one points. Yeah, which I still think we would have got if we'd uh, had a team that could actually won. play. Had yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we'd, we'd played yeah, at home, that might have been nice. That might have been nice. Twenty-second. Oh, it's so a twenty-second. Uh, is it right? Okay, so look, look out for a points prediction one uh, coming out soon. I think. <laughs> I, think, I think another another sorry I'm, I'm i'm sitting here looking for the negatives to sort to, to, to this somebody said about the volume levels are up and down with different people talking on the twitter spaces would be good if you could balance it out somehow um if if you've if you've listened to twitter spaces you probably listened on your phone um, and that is exactly the same technology you use to run what is ostensibly an old radio phone in um, yeah, and you're sitting there. So when I say fat thumbs, I really do mean it. Um, it's 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 all kind of almost kind of stuck together with uh, with hope, glue, and string. Really, um, just going through people's you know telephony. So it has apps. It is very very raw on occasions. People sometimes you know when you're talking into a microphone will kind of be too far away, or sometimes they're talking the other way. It's just something we can't control. So I really appreciate the fact that you called it out. If there's anything we can do, we 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 do. What we tend to do is record those twitter sessions and then when we put them up as podcasts we do do a little bit of editing to try to kind of even even the balance and we also you know if it's been a real one where there's been you know sometimes twitter spaces breaks down for 20 seconds or there's big what yeah we'll kind of cut those out and some ums and ums so if, if you you know if you want to try to listen to it in its best environment then maybe that that might help but if you're contributing then i'm sorry guys it is uh it's, it's always a little bit uh difficult somebody also said you know perhaps muting people when they stop talking so they don't come back in and that's absolutely fair play and that's something i've started to do the more the more times as well, certainly when i've been hosting it the, the more times because we've had loads of people when they've come off and then somebody comes back and goes oh i'll ask a question or i'll make another point and shout over people so no it's it's a great point and something we started to do we'll hopefully get back, better at it and hopefully as twitter spaces as a technology evolves there might be a few more things to to help us with it but uh bear with us we'll get there yeah, I, mean, I think the Twitter Spaces thing was uh, kind of a bit of an experiment to start with. And I think, you know, I, I'd kind of seen other people doing it. I thought, mm, shall we do this? Shall we not? And then I think we either, you know, I don't want to say we got lucky, um, but that Norwich game just absolutely filled the Twitter space. And then after that, it kind of snowballed and took off after that. So uh, in a way, we've been kind of quite lucky with some very poor home performances and people going, right, I need to explode. And ah, over here, over here, you can do it over here, this way, this way. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really enjoy the Twitter spaces. I think they're great. I think the response on the Twitter spaces as well was that everybody kind of liked them more I had even listened to them as, as well. I think there was a majority of people listened to them. So they ain't going nowhere. 
for a start. I think we're, we're definitely going to continue with those. Yeah, I'll be on some form of public transport next season. <laughs> yeah, you, you are like the roving reporter half the time, <laughs> battling with British Rail most of the time. Well, um, and British Transport Police Horses as well, of course, which is... Uh, yes, yeah. avoid them. Yeah. Avoid them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Crackheads down Market somebody, has, somebody did call out, I think I think they said Hercules, but obviously it was Putney, wasn't it? The, the, the horse yeah. with the... Uh, yeah, I, I, they did tell me, and it was only when I watched back the... Uh, or is edit in the video, the the policeman or policewoman said, yeah, his name's Putney. I don't know where I got Hercules from. I just looked at him and went, Jesus. Well, it was it was an away game. You were on public transport. Therefore, I won't suggest that you were drunk, but I will suggest you may have been tired and emotional. Yes. I was tired and emotional. <laughs> Particularly after that game. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen on occasions. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> That's all part of the charm. It's absolutely. all good stuff. Yeah. But no, I mean, you know, so much of it is positive. You know, somebody somebody said it's like having a Watford six oh six on spaces, and that to me, you don't get better than that. So, thank you so much. We'll take that all day and and twice on Saturdays. But um, it, it's it all comes down to basically people coming in, contributing, and and just basically making it the community that everybody moans that the club don't produce anymore. It's here. We just kind of you know we've got this bit, particular bit, throw it together and uh, and have a have a community slash slash pub discussion on here. All good. Yeah. Although, you know, it's only going to be a matter of time before there's an official club one uh, at the end of games. Um, of course just... there is, because they copy us all the time. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only going to be a matter of time. It'll be moderated, but it will happen, I reckon. Um, yeah, it'll be crap, though, because they'll moderate it. it. It is what it is, because it's it's people's opinions, and the club don't necessarily like those opinions, and that's... That's fair enough. And they don't but... want to give the airtime either, no. no. Yeah, they Literally. don't, exactly. Can you imagine Uncle Ron being on an actual Watford? Oh, yeah, no, no, there's a Can shout. Can you imagine it? There's a shout. Oh, dear. There's oh, a shout. shout. That'd be fantastic. Take a, take a brave take a brave person to, to take that one on, I've got to be honest. Uh, I mean, there, there are, as you say, there are quite a few people who did say, you know, uh, well, there was one saying, as I say, get get, get his mother-in-law on, but that, that's a, that's another podcast to listen to on that one. That did that make me laugh. Dream. That did make me laugh. But, but <laughs> in, in and around that was you had people like, you know, Greg and, and John Parslow, people who mm. are uber supportive of the club you know most typically and you had ron and and it was definitely one of my favorite moments of the season was when we went to get ron and his mother-in-law arrived and you've never heard it it, it was like hearing i think i said it was like hearing Den- genghis khan melt <laughs> at that point and he went away and he came back and then the next the uh, the next week that he and John Parslow John Parslow was telling people not to turn up to the Everton game if you're going to boo because you know it's one we've got a new manager secondly it's it's different players playing and thirdly we're supporters so you know we've got to be supporting no matter what and uh and, and Ron came on going sacrimonious nonsense <laughs> kind of how dare you tell people what to do and I, I I literally just come off a plane and just responded and went Really, Ron? You're telling people that people shouldn't tell people what to do. You who told Sam Uko that he should do a podcast like this, and you told us that we should be doing this all the time. And then John's response was, Well, I'll take my 30 likes more than your three. And also, <laughs> if you want to come and protest, I suggest you put your pina colada down in Florida, which is where Ron is. He is, yeah. Tell your, your mother in law you're off for a bit and come and protest over here. And Ron's response was beautiful. He went, Beautiful hand, well played. <laughs> 
good answer, John. And since then, it's been like a loving with him and Greg and everybody else. Fantastic. And that's the thing. If if you let people come in and say what they want to say, people might not like it, but it removes the fear of it. Yeah. And because mm. you've got somebody like Greg or John or and and Ron or Ed or you know uh, you know we've had people you know Rich and Charlie and all these people who come in you know. Kind of, as well as so many other people who become regulars, all have kind of opposing views, but come into it and are happy to say, "This is how I think. This is what I feel." And you know, I'm bloody angry, or you know, I'm I'm pissed off, but I'm still going to go and support. I'm still going to renew my season ticket, or I'm not. Doesn't matter which way anybody is. It's just really great that you know they all come on, discuss it, and then after that can go, "Well, okay, I agree. You know, this is my position. Your opinion was different. Doesn't mean we have to fall out over it." No, absolutely. Absolutely. Long may it continue. Yeah, fantastic stuff. So there you Amen go. To that. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's, you know, it's a bit like opening Pandora's box when you do these sort of things. You think, mm, is, this, is this a good idea? I think it's been brilliant. So thank you, everybody that uh, took the time to fill in the survey um, and let us know your thoughts. Um, it's, it's brilliant. And uh, we'll do another one next year as well because uh, we like to know that we're kind of doing the right thing uh, or where we need to improve and we will take away your suggestions and um, and, and improve where we think it, it needs to be improved. Good stuff. Fantastic. This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Wrong in 60 seconds. So we haven't done a wrong in 60 seconds for quite some time. Um, and one of the, 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 the big losses that we've had this, this season is losing the... Uh, the great Roy Hodgson. Uh, we had a, a, a an absolute plethora of uh, of ammunition on this man, from Werther's Originals to garden centres to cream teas. So what we are going to do is have a wrong in sixty seconds Roy Hodgson special car. You will have sixty seconds to name as many of the teams that Roy Hodgson has managed in a special that we're going to call Scone in 60 seconds oh, I, know. I love it you see what i've done there are you ready he's managed so. he, he's been managing since about 1852 so there's lots of them are you ready your time starts now crystal palace watford england liverpool oh uh, inter milan uh Udinese. he was there uh uh, Finland or Denmark or someone who's international there. Uh, fucking hell. You're doing well. Co- oh, he's been Denmark. Copenhagen. He's been there. Uh, 30 seconds. You're on eight. Come on, you Fulham. can make this Fulham. in double figures. Fulham. Oh, nine. He's, he's been international. Where else? Sweden. No, he hasn't done Sweden. Switzerland to go. Um, oh, Ten seconds. Oh, I don't know. He's oh, don't know. No, done. I'm burnt. Oh, Carl, that was tremendous. You got ten. He oh, started, I'll take that. He started. You were absolutely right in terms of him being at Sweden and Denmark and just about everywhere else. Um, he started with Helmstad. He was uh, shortly manager at Bristol City. The the wonderful named Ik Oddworld, which sounds like Oddworld to me. Orebro SK. He then went to Malmo, um, uh, Neuchatel Zamax, who were in Switzerland, where he did particularly well, and then got the Swiss uh, the Swiss gig into Milan. You mentioned he left into Milan to go to Blackburn Rovers, and then went back to Inter Milan's Blackburn. care. Take a manager. Blackburn, yeah. 
grasshoppers, one that you pulled out from nowhere, Copenhagen. That was tremendous. Copenhagen, of course, uh, the name of a very famous horse, Duke of Wellington. There we go. And you know all about <laughs> horses. Um, Udinese, United Arab Emirates, Viking, Finland, you got Fulham, you got Liverpool, you got the only last ones of those you missed was West Brom, England, oh. England under 21s, Crystal Palace and Watford. Uh, Carl, Take a bow. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Well done. I've got to say, though, can I just say, though, that you prefaced this with with talk of cream teas and garden centres. I'm very disappointed it was football teams. I think Hardy Perennials would have been... uh... Yeah. I think Hardy Perennials (laughs) would have been better. But, you know, it still works. I thought we could ask him, which should go on first, jam or cream? And ask him, basically have an argument with himself for 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see... Cream, jam, cream. In all of the Queen's Jubilee stuff, they... They did two pic- Someone did two pictures of uh, the Devon way of doing it and the Cornwall way of doing it. I don't know which is which, but they basically got it wrong and upset both counties at the same time, oh, which is absolutely fantastic. Well so they did the Cornwall one and put Devon underneath it, and there's Devonians going, no, we don't have it like that. We have the jam on first, or whatever it is. They do. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. We've, this, this is excellent stuff. Yeah, we've got a D- Devon accent. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Oh. So, well done. There we anyway. go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that will go in the the the, the wrong in sixty seconds. Or scone in sixty seconds. Scone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no end of crapping out. <laughs> Play on words we can come up. Hi, this is Alan Smart, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. There has been a a rise in people who are um who who are pretending that they have. Yes, an, in, an an inside track at the club. Yes, so and, we've got Daniel what, Maroney. What? We've got uh, various. You said now you gave me a look there, Peter. Do you know who Daniel Maroney is? Or no, I just thought his name was Daniel Moron. E Y. <laughs> I just thought he was a moron working for Ernst and Young. Yeah, um, um, I did. I don't know if this will go in or not. Probably not. But I did see that. Um, Greg was calling out Adam Leventhold the other day. This is where I was going with ah, it. So, right, I'll let you so, carry on. Yeah. So, so, so the the point being is the fact that you've got, and he may well be an aspirational journalist, genuinely and looking to try to uh, to take things forward. But he does tend to kind of come out with what what I, I would call what I would have called from my psychometric days Barnum statements. Those kind of things that you say things don't really mean anything. Like everybody considers themselves to be an above average driver. You know, I predict that the next person to be in Watford uh, in the hot seat will be covered in skin. These kind of things, you know, they're generally <laughs> statements, don't really mean anything. And a lot of his were like that. So he went, he posted one up the, the other day and he's, 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 I imagine he's probably an aspirational journalist trying to start off with, with web stuff. And in, in which case, good luck to him. But the problem is, is the pretension that you've got an inside track or that you're, you know, you're in it, in it interviews is kind of, well, really, are you? I'm mm. not sure. One of his revelations was that, uh, and this was just before Forrest got up, was Zinkenagel will be returning to Watford after his uh, loan spell expires. And I went up and I, I, my, my immediate kind of knee-jerk response was, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> really? What, a loan player returned to his parents after his loan expires? Yeah. Yeah. What? How do you get such insights? Anyway, he came back and went, no, what I meant was, that Forrest aren't going to sign him. Fine, you're a wordsmith, fucking say that then. You know, that would be the ideal rather than to try to kind of bland it up. Are you um, saying he was flirting with the truth, Peter? I would suggest he was basically taking... <laughs> 
a very, very small piece of cloth and trying to make me a shirt from it. He was stretching what he had and he had no hope of any coverage, right? Um, so there's been there's been a lot of stuff and it's it's a delight to see because the guy's trying and so so bless him, bless him. But mm. some of the responses from there, from the from the Watford supporting Twitterati, gentlemen, ladies, well done. It has been top quality sarcasm all the way. Um, I, you know, I've seen my no shit Sherlock taken, raised, and beaten by by a to a bloody pulp. It's been brilliant. <laughs> um, anyway, that happened, and suddenly we were getting all of these people saying, "Oh well, this is going to happen." This person, and of course, it's all rubbish. Oh, we're in for this person. Oh, are we? And then somebody, and I won't name him, Justin put out a fantastic tweet which said uh, basically along the lines of uh, we don't have any insider knowledge however some players we suspect will be leaving some will be staying some may be going on loan some may be returning watch now for for more news and somebody came on and went it, a lot of people kind of got it read it knows knows what knows what do not scratch your eyes is which is basically sarcasm first and always and uh, i went great got on board and this one bloke goes oh well you're going to win a pulitzer prize with that aren't you somebody's going to be sold and somebody's going to be like oh, oh. <laughs> i don't think you may have missed the point you mate. missed this one yeah, I think. yeah there was a few responses with planes going over heads and that sort yeah, of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Fair enough. Yeah, people come to it at any at any given point. I'm sure we probably looked at it and went, "Oh Jesus, yeah, I've cocked up there." But never mind. Absolutely. But there has been an increase of these people who are claiming to have insider knowledge and those that don't. There's also a proliferation of these rumours going around uh, constantly. So, with said Adam Leventhal, um, you know, and our own Greg Wendoverhorn, for we shall throw him under the cricket bat eating <laughs> bus that he is. Um, Basically, Adam Levitel came out and said, with regard to, um, I can't even remember what, 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 the, what the bit was about. Oh, it was about Kiko saying, as per rumours in Italy, um, and as per previous reports, Kiko is, is, is you know, we've, we've spoken to a club insider and he is more likely to go than he is to stay. Now, as a statement and as a Barnum statement, you cannot get more sitting on the fence whilst Split, trying yeah, to give an there's opinion. There's many splinters in that bottom now, yeah. The, mm. Than that statement. And Greg, the uber-positive Greg, under, I would suggest, being in America in his close proximity to Uncle Ron, <laughs> came back and went, oh, Riley, so who's the insider then to uh, come up with this stuff that's been sprawling all over the internet for the last four days? Um, is that what it is? And Adam Leventhal, bless him, because, Ad, uh, you know, I've, I've been interviewed by Adam Leventhal about things and it's never been mentioned on it because he he does do his his work, his diligence to try and find out things um, in the background. Came back and said, yeah, yeah, you got me. That's what I do. I basically troll the internet, find stuff, shout out <laughs> a source and then plot it on there and throw that out. You know, because it, but the, the problem is, is that a reputable journalist can get called out in exactly the same way as Daniel Moroni, who we don't know if he's got any credible sources or not, but he claims to. But it's very easy to say, well, according to reports in Italy, well, that suggests that unless you've been in Italy in the last day, I would suggest you may have looked that up on the internet. Yes. Just just guessing. Yes. Um, you know, uh, or Fabrizio Romano, perhaps, I don't know, maybe you have him on Google Alerts. Um, <laughs> so so it's what's, what's really nice about this is that people are challenging what they're hearing from you know kind of usual sources as they should why not why yeah, not? As they should why, why why not go back and say so you know i mean and i appreciate a journalist will protect their sources more than anybody and uh 
I, I think it was I think it was uh, Jason Rose who said uh, the sauces are red and brown depending on if you're having sausages and bacon, which is the level of the level of insight that we love from, <laughs> from Twitter. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but but a typical journalist will protect their sources, and Adam didn't do that. He came back and went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. I do this. Yeah, that's it. You know, it was quite kind of a bit gnarly about it. The the, the problem is though, for somebody in Adam Levenstahl's situation, he's 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 caught. He has mm. to either do right by the club, in which yep. case everybody goes well. You know, not being daft when you've got when you've got people coming on Twitter Spaces going, I don't like this guy. He's a twat. Hodgson, fuck off. You know, it, 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 you know, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be instant and it's going to be extreme. He's got to be very moderate. He's got to try to be uh, appealing to as many subscribers because the whole idea is to try to get subscribers. And he's got to try and keep the club happy. But like anything with 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 newspapers nowadays, especially where they're writing long form articles. I mean, it's it's you know it's long it's long stuff that they do and it's detailed. It's good stuff. I mean, I'm a subscriber. Um, but there was about a, there was a moment about nine to ten months ago if not more uh where i decided i'm not going to renew my my subscription to it and the only reason i did was because they said oh it's a pound a month or all right then fine there was nothing up front there was no there was nothing that was particularly insightful and it was more about it was more just deep analysis based on on fluff uh, carl <laughs> you've you've just sent me a, an image on whatsapp of a, a bovril beef ice lolly is this yes. a genuine thing it is. It is genuine. I've just sent a link there as well, so you can have a little, a little look. Yes, allegedly, I'm going to say that, but it, it being sold at Wembley, I mean, it looks legit, but obviously that could be a, a cola ice pop. Uh, well, hang on, it's on Footy Scrand, so normally they're pretty good. That... They're pretty good. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It says they're one-off handouts, so it was obviously something. Amazing! Were... I want one. Uh, um, so so for people i mean we'll put this up on twitter just to have a look at this thing so it, it's one of those ice lollies that just kind of sits in a, a like little a so yeah Other you ice squeeze it up are available. with bovril beef ice lolly that's just wrong <laughs> on so one. many levels that's gonna be horrible surely a cold well, beef I mean, stock yeah frozen. i've had a beef sandwich it's cold beef not frozen not i give frozen. you but... Oh, my God. Uh, if anyone's had one of those, please do let us know what it was like. I imagine you took one gulp and then chucked it in the bin, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be in, uh, you know, B-jams anytime soon. Uh, B-jams, how old are my B-jams? Also, do do ring us if at any point your life partner has uh, shouted you across Wembley, would you like a lick of my beef lolly? That's <laughs> There he goes. That's, that's just is, waiting to happen. That's why you end plus. This is why people come here. This this kind of smut. <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's top quality but, stuff. <laughs> look, yeah, lose the beef lovely rubbish. Start swearing again. Bovril's something that I I think I might have once a season if I just think oh yeah, I'm cold. I, I don't really want a tea or a coffee. I'll have a bovril, but it's always you know the final mouthful. Where you can actually taste it. The rest of the time, yeah. it's sort of like I've never gone. I've never gone to myself on a, on a baking hot day. Do you know what I need? I need a nice beefy yeah. ice lolly. I don't. Well, no, you're right, and I don't suppose you know the people of Trinidad and Tobago think I really fancy bovril, <laughs> but not hot. What can I do about yeah. this? Yeah, I just you know I need I need something new and exciting in calypso form. Um, yeah, so bovril. I, yeah, I think I, I can taste it now. I think about it. It's not a brilliant 
thing, is it, Bovril? Did they say it's I've still... actually complained at Watford before because my Bovril's not warm. Oh, really? <laughs> so imagine giving me a frozen one. Warm cow's piss or something. In a... Yeah, no thanks. Um, well, there we I've, go. I've, I've just looked up. Uh, Daniel Maroney has reported that Gino Pozzo has uh, bought a 1,000 beef lollies and had them shipped to Forest Green Rover. So <laughs> that's nice for the vegans there. <laughs> Brilliant. There you but go. On He's tied yeah. it all together. That was, that, that was disclosed by a source. So, you know, it's Well true. done, well done. He's tied it all <laughs> together. Yeah, HP, there we go. Do not scratch your eyes! On, on another note and on another piece on the on, on the review, which we didn't kind of get to really, was talking about the uh, the world versus Carl. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which, which, is, which is something we may start season two of um, over the next few weeks, perhaps, if everybody's about. Uh, some people I know have already volunteered off of a tweet to take part in this. Oh, joy. Football nonsense, which Carl deeply enjoys. I do. It helps him build his knowledge of everything. Um, it, that, you know, talking about uh, beef flavoured lollies and Marmite. See, I went from Bovril to Marmite there. Didn't really segue, but what the hell? I'm going with it nonetheless. Uh, some people like it. Some people definitely don't like it, but that's fine. A lot of people who really like it really, really like it, and that that's great. So thank you so much. We'll be putting putting it together because it's the kind of stupid things we do when uh, when when there's no football around. So we'll uh, uh, do. Let us know if you want to take part in season two. It might be a limited run before we get to uh, other actual football information, but uh, but we'll get there. So yeah, we're going to be a bit busier because we're going to have sort of Tuesday matches and stuff, aren't we? Um, yeah, yeah, forward. yeah. It's all yeah. Tuesday. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, I can't Mate. wait to get to an international break and see that we've already played about thirteen games. Yeah, yeah. bloody day rather than oh, the Premiership's just started. We've played twice. Oh, another fortnight off, is it? Yeah, I'm yeah, looking. Right. I'm looking. It's going to be very weird. This it's going to be very weird next season because obviously the World Cup as well. And um, we're going to need to have people who've got you know energy legs um, rather than people who can't play you know one game a week. We we know who of who we speak. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, TC. Tom Cleverley. Right. Um, I didn't want to name him. I'll cut that out. Right. Um, <laughs> this, um... Could have been Tony Coton. It could be yeah, Tony Coton. Yeah, I was Coton. like, Tony Coton, Otter. Yeah. No, could probably no still do you're right. Job. TC should could've, be Tony Coton. Could have been Top Cat. You know, could have been Top um, Cat. That's the demographic we're playing to. Yeah, now you're going hey, Officer yeah. Dibble. Right. <laughs> very, very good. Right. Well, that was uh, fairly pleasant. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking more sort of general football things uh, next time we, we come together. Um, that did seem a little bit self-indulgent, a lot of that. But, uh, you know, it was. I think it's important to let people know that we have read what they sent and mm. digested it and we will try and put some of that forward going forward um, we're sorry we'll try to make it a bit better we'll try and make it a bit better yeah exactly exactly i did actually nudge genesis the other day for uh to write some uh, new intro music and it kind of went on deaf ears a little bit so i'll, I'll, I'll nudge him again soon i'll gear him up as well because he, he's yeah I'll, I'll i'll try as well he did say he'll write us a theme tune and i was like yeah fine no worries and sort of like almost a year later you know come on you done it yet? So he's, uh, he's a big he's a big deal now. He's on the side of. Have you seen he's on? on, he's on yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah. a model these days as well. He's advertising yeah. rental cars or something, isn't he? Yeah, that's I did, it. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah. Well done, mate. Well done, Genesis. Although the other day he, his car broke down or he lost his key for his car or something. He and, lost his key. Yeah. And, he, and when he found, it, he said, "I've only got to go to the big Tesco's for a shop now." So he's just like the rest of us, really. He's uh, you know he's, he's this big time rapper, but he's still got to go to Tesco's, the big Tesco's at Waterfields, and do his shopping. Which uh, you never get in, in out of there in under three hours do you especially you know come away from the clothing department oh. enough of that let's um let's uh, wrap up it's been um it's been great 
um, talking to you all again, and uh, thank you for listening uh, as you as you do. Um, it's lovely to have you with us as always, uh, and we'll be back very very soon. In the meantime, look after yourselves, and uh, we will see you later. Just me, just me saying goodbye. Then. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fair enough. It's fair enough. That was seamless. Yeah. You odds. <laughs> Good luck with the edit. Yeah, thanks. Cheers, yeah, mate. Enjoy. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.